Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Top Tier Tactics. Week two is behind us, and chances are your QB got hurt. Bud, how are you doing today? <sighs> Roethlisberger and Breeze gone god it, it was it was a rough week I'm doing good I'm doing good but it was it was not the best week yeah and chances are if you had one of those players on those teams with an in- injured quarterback then uh you lost your week um well let's relax for a second really if you had Dolphins defense or New England's defense <laughs> I'm sorry you could have won Yes. There's a possibility. If you had New England's defense, you probably won your week. Even if you had Drew Brees. There's a good chance, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Drew Brees ended up in the negatives, but... It's, it's yeah. It was rough, for sure. I mean, God. Drew Brees, have surgery. He's going to be out at least six weeks. What do you think? I'm nervous. I mean... You saw a complete halt of production from that offense when Teddy Bridgewater was there. You saw Kamara not do anything. He couldn't get anything going. You saw Michael Thomas struggle. I, I'm a little nervous. Are you scale one to ten? What What are we talking here? I don't want to overreact just yet. Oh, but I'd probably put it as a five. I mean, you drafted all those guys in the first round. So I'm on the opposite end of that. I'm not that concerned. I'm I'm a little concerned. I'm probably at maybe a two or a three though. Hmm. It's 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 it? nothing crazy. Um Teddy Bridgewater did not get first team reps that week. He's gonna get first team reps from now on. Michael Thomas will be on the same page. I think he's gonna feed his best player, Michael Thomas. Kamara, I'm a little more concerned about, but he's gonna be a top tier guy. He's not a top four guy for me now but you're still confident i'm still confident in him. Okay. he's obviously gonna be an rb1 with with the volume in, in my opinion um but michael thomas yes he doesn't have drew Brees, but teddy bridgewater's not gonna spread it around as much as drew Brees, in my opinion and he's gonna feed his best player and michael thomas is easily the best option there yeah and other than that a lot of rbs i feel like are just underperforming right now yeah, I mean, we have James Conner drafted first round. Unless he gets a touchdown, he's probably in the single digits. Joe Mixon, he can't even cross the line of scrimmage as of right now. Might be matchup issues, but... That offensive line looks horrid. It looks pretty bad, it, but you... It, it's pretty bad. They're trying to get him going. I've noticed that watching the Niners game. They're tossing it to him. They're giving him sweeps. They're giving him tosses. Checking it down to him, which is a good sign. It means success is going to come. But, I mean, right now, I feel like a lot of RBs are just underperforming right now. Yeah. Uh, let's go to that James Conner. Let's let's talk about that. Um, Big Ben is going to be out for the rest of the season. If you didn't know, elbow surgery. I think this is going to be an issue for James Conner. I can see to a point where it could be good because I do think – they're obviously going to switch to a run-heavy offense drastically. 
in my opinion. Do you, what do you, what, what's your opinion on that? They got to start feeding him. Not necessarily because it's good fantasy wise, but it's just how their team is built. I mean, when they had Lev Bell, they're feeding him 20 carries, 20 plus carries a game. And then just going off play action. That's how they got their deep shots. That's how Antonio Brown and Juju were just getting butt naked wide open. And now James Conner is getting nine carries a game and 11 carries a game. And they're wondering why they don't have success. They need to start ground and pounding that ball. You ready for this? Let's hear it. Is James Conner overrated? Yeah, of course he is. Oh. He's just on a great team. Oh. So their offensive line is as good as it has it ever been. I mean, they have a great offensive line. So they're going to run the ball. I think it's a it's a as long as Conner is healthy, it's going to be an upgrade for him in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, Mason Rudolph is not a Ben Roethlisberger, but they're not going to be throwing the ball as much. They're going to be running the ball. There's going to be a whole lot of volume for him. I think Jalen Samuels will get involved even more. Uh, definitely I would pick him up. But as far as the pass catchers, Juju, still a top wide receiver for me. Of course. Um, still must start. Rudolph is obviously going to go to guys he feels comfortable with and your top tier guys. I think this is great for Vance McDonald. We saw it earlier that game. One of the touchdowns was directly for him, but another one was a broken down play where Vance McDonald was blocking and just happened to sneak outside and score a touchdown. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I think it's a big thing for him. Also, I mean, James Washington. Well, I'm hoping for something out I, of him. I, so Dante Moncrief, in my opinion, is just droppable. He's droppable on the Steelers, not necessarily just your fantasy team. I just he he's looking horrid it's, right now. It's pretty sad knowing that he is AB's replacement. So James Washington played at Oklahoma State with Mason Rudolph. Together. Together. Oh. Together. So there is already a connection there. And when he played in the preseason with James Washington. He was an absolute stud. 17 receptions, 366 yards, four touchdowns on 216 snaps with, guess who? Mason Rudolph. So I mean, in my opinion, James Washington is a guy that's most likely on the waiver wire. I'm picking up. There might not be enough volume for two good wide receivers here, but I'm picking him up just to see. I think that's a fair assessment especially because most likely he's not going to be taking up one of your wave wire spots or a lot of fab if you need it uh but we've got a lot of nfl headlines to get over let's do it let's do it nfl headlines i mean of course the biggest news drew Brees. he's out six week surgery big ben out for the season elbow surgery now, we discussed already how we feel about that, but overall, do you think they're going to retire now? Big Ben I or think Drew Brees? Both. I don't think Brees is going to retire. Big Ben, I think, came out and he's going to come back. He said he's going to come back stronger. I know everyone says that. I don't think they're going to retire. I think they still want to play. Um, I, I'm not having concerns about it. Yeah, now we discussed James Conner <clears throat> and how he needs a bigger workload, but he also does have he also has an injured leg that is considered not serious and he expects to play right now. He's listed as day to day. Are you worried about it? I'm picking up Samuels. 
if if he's God forbid he's on waiver wire, which he he most likely is not, um, I'm picking him up just in case because the volume is going to increase anyways. So mm-hmm. with James Conner leg injury, we don't know how serious it is. But how many times have we had someone say it's not serious and then it's one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks? The Rams. I feel like so. That's about it. I mean, it's a possibility. It's not a high probability, but. There is a chance. Uh, Alshon in doubt for week for next week. That's very detrimental to the Eagles. I mean, we saw their offense just grind to a halt on Monday night without Alshon or Deshaun, and they're both supposedly not playing next week. Yeah, I think that means that Ertz is probably going to be huge, and uh, I believe they have a nice wide receiver in the name of Nelson Aguilar who's going to be a potential nice waiver wire pickup. He dropped a wide open touchdown. Just like through his right hands. to it through his hand. It just oh my god. Um yeah. Oh. Some breaking news. Dan and it. Steelers <laughs> trade uh 2020 first round pick for Dolphins DB Minka Fitzpatrick. I think that's pretty good, actually. That's not bad. I yeah, I mean it's definitely an upgrade. Their defense is looking very soft right now. I feel like that that could definitely harden them harden them up a bit. You trying to get them hard? I'm not. That's what it sounds like. All right. Well. <laughs> well. So, I don't know. I don't understand it. You lost Big Ben. You're you're 0-2 and you're really not going to compete. So they they obviously saw talent wise and they were didn't think they were going to get an option there, but they could be a top ten pick this year. Yes, but they have a proven player now. It's not like they can get a bust now. They have a elite probably defensive back right now and make a Fitzpatrick. Yes, but like you said, do you think Big Ben's going to retire? Do they need a quarterback? Do you, like we're get, we're getting into a whole bunch of different things that it doesn't not fancy relevant, I guess. But to me, if Big Ben retires, you going to play with Mason Rudolph or are you probably going to go out and draft a quarterback first round? Well, <clears throat> Fitzpatrick is He's in his second year right now. So he's still on his rookie contract. This isn't necessarily a win now move. This is still for the future. Yeah, he's a young guy, very yeah. talented safety. Uh I agree with the move. I think they did the right thing here. Okay. Uh Michael Gallup to have surgery out at least a month. Poor guy. I mean, he was having his little breakout season going on and right when he starts becoming fantasy relevant, he gets hurt. Unlucky. Devin Singletary? Day-to-day with a hamstring. Uh, I mean, it looked, he fell on a non-contact injury. Everybody just stro- went straight to ACL. So it just being a hamstring that's day-to-day, I feel like that was probably the best-case scenario. Hamstrings do linger. But, yes, I mean, that's no contact injuries. You always think the worst. Hyde's probably a must-pick-up now. Who? Carlo, I mean, not hot. Frank, not Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. Sorry, Frank Gore. That. They're basically the same player. Are they? Yeah, Hyde says that he models his gameplay after Gore. Oh, because he's a Niner. Was a Niner. Hmm. 
Uh, Josh Jacobs dealing groin injury. That concern you? Yes. Because what level are we talking here? Uh, I mean, he was already other than his 50 yard run yesterday. He definitely was struggling finding any open space. That might be just the chiefs. Um, but he also was losing a lot of snaps to the backups, Deion Washington and all them. Uh, I'm not too con- We'll find out later in the week to see how bad it is. But as of right now, you have to keep your eye on it. Tyrell Williams with a hip pointer. How bad is that? That sounds painful. It, it sounds painful. Um, I'm not sure, but I can look it up for you. Oh, thank you. Um, Meanwhile, you, you look that up. Jalen Ramsey requested a trade. Got any guesstimates on where he might go to? I don't. Don't say the Patriots. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. It would It would be the Patriots. But like we talked about last week, the Jaguars are a fucking disaster. Yeah, an absolute disaster. It just it, like right when you think, oh, you know, maybe they got it together this week. It's just another notch. It's like another AB saga. It's like a little side plot. Now, say he went to the Patriots. They already have Stefan Gilmore. Imagine him on one side and then Jalen on the other side. I feel like this is a guaranteed Subaru. Uh, Super Bowl. Sorry. I mean, they're they're looking really good in general. Yeah. You know, it's. It's going to be hard to beat them. Niners? Pick them up. Hey, I mean, there you go. You're going to have to give a first, probably. I'd give a first, first for Jalen. No, pro- no, no problem. I'd give a first. The issue is you're going to have to pay him next after this season, yeah, I so think. You're probably assuming that he's going to be a one-year rental right now. But is a one-year rental worth a first-rounder? I... I it depends if you're trying to win a championship. So or he not. goes to the I Eagles. D- I don't think so, in my opinion, long term. But I mean, if you win a championship, yeah, sure. So he goes to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Does that elevate them? Yeah, definitely. It definitely elevates them. Their their defense would be way better with a top tier corner, obviously, because their corners are horrible. Darby was getting tore up. I mean, you expect Julio to tear him up. But it's more that the fourth and three. A bubble pass gets taken to a touchdown. I feel like that's a big no-no. Side note, AB has another accuser. Oh, my God. Young dude. business is booming over here. Business, business is obviously not booming. Business is booming. And it's just like, I, just cut him. Just get, is he just, cuttable yet? Just finish it. No, you're definitely not cutting it. You're, <laughs> you're waiting and seeing. But, like, it's one after another, and I think it's just going to be keep increasing, and I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL suspends him at some point. I feel like there needs to be more concrete evidence <coughs> before he gets suspended. We'll see. I mean, they meet with her and him this week, so we'll get more information about it. It just... It's obnoxious to keep talking about. All right. Well, on that note, let's get on to the games of the week. I love it. So, the first game, Arizona Cardinals, 17 to Baltimore Ravens, 23. Kyler Murray, 25 for 40 for 349 yards. I feel like that's a fairly respectable game for the guy. I wish he would throw a touchdown. <laughs> but I mean, just the, yards-wise. The big note is 
He hasn't been running the ball. He has no. I think it's seventeen rush yards. Philip Rivers has nineteen. You think Philip Rivers is a mobile quarterback? <laughs> I'm saying the opposite. He is not. <laughs> uh, so Kyler Murray obviously is trying to stay in the pocket and trying to throw the ball. Is that bad fantasy wise? I, I, like think, I think that's one of those reasons why people are taking him. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's worse. I mean, it's awesome for him to keep progressing and learning how to go through his progressions, learning the offense. But the bottom line is you drafted him to get that running aspect from him. And if he's not running the ball, he's pretty useless. And he's already scary to play. So it's kind of a a bad note on my end. Yeah, I feel like if you're not going to get any rushing yards out of him, you might as well start somebody like Andy Dalton. Who you know is already going to air it out and probably get at least a touchdown or two. Uh, David Johnson, seven carries for 14 yards, one touchdown. I mean, he left the game for a decent amount. So him being able to at least get a touchdown to stay the stat line, I feel like that's pretty good. Yep. And uh, Chase Edmonds, one carry for 12 yards or two yards. They really didn't run the ball at all. And I mean, it's it's understandable. The Ravens. Very good at stopping the run. Very good run defense. Uh Big note here for me is Christian Kirk, six receptions, 111 New York, or 114 yards on eight targets. I feel like bigger, Larry Fitzgerald, five receptions for 104 yards. I feel like we're seeing a resurgence in Fitzgerald and an upgrade in Christian Kirk. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's it's and their schedule is going to get better as the season goes on. Are you start are they startable or are they flex spots at best? Flexible in my opinion. Okay, that's not too bad, though. No. Ravens. So, again, Lamar Jackson. 24 for 37, 272 yards, two touchdowns. But the big note here is he ran the ball. Oh, yeah. 16 carries, 120 yards. This is what you want from him. So, I had a question. Uh, Someone DM'd me and asked, I have Lamar Jackson and I have Patrick Mahomes. Do I make a move? Oh, yeah. But who are you trading out of that? Are you keeping Mahomes or are you trading Jackson? Obviously, it depends on who what they offer you, but say they offered you a big toll for Mahomes. Are you still keeping him and trading Jackson? Because Mahomes has done it before, so you feel safer with it. Now, you know exactly what you're going to get with Mahomes. Yeah, and you know you can get a better deal for Mahomes. But say you're not comfortable with the other options that you have on your team, then yeah, you're probably going to have to trade Mahomes, try to salvage up an RB, a wide receiver, and get a little bit more depth. But say, you know, you have already a solid starting lineup, then I would probably try to trade Lamar Jackson for, say, uh, Mark Ingram. I'd probably do that. For a carry-on? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing, but Lamar Jackson is who I would trade. Yeah. That was the whole point of that. The whole point, yeah. It's just to kind of go over and see. Mahomes I'm keeping, obviously, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, Mark Ingram, 13 carries, 47 yards. Obviously, he got hurt, but Gus Edwards, 3 carries, 11 yards. Justice Hill, one carry for four yards. Not really what you're looking at. 
No, these are just, uh, I believe <coughs> Mark Ingram would probably be a low-end RB2 to a flex. Do you feel like they're touchdown-dependent flexes, or do you feel like this was just one of those games that were they Mark, couldn't get much going? Mark Ingram? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think it was just he was hurt. They would have fed him a little bit more. Lamar Jackson's going to run the ball all over the place. Um, Mark Ingram is a safe RB2. Safe RB2? Yeah. Now, we have a resurgence in the tight end positions now. I feel like we have some depth there that we did not have last year. Mark Andrews, eight receptions for 112 yards on nine targets and one touchdown. That's a very good stat line. That's a Kelsey stat line. That's a Kiddo stat line. That's an Earth stat line. And we're seeing that two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, I mean, amazing. Pick him up if you haven't picked him up, if you need a tight end, if Hunter Henry went out. Obviously, he's probably picked up already. So, Marquise Brown, eight receptions, 86 yards, 13 targets. You really like that target look. Last last game, week one, he had a low amount of targets, but they were just huge gainers. This one... Low on on the yards, only eighty six, but thirteen targets. My my thing is, is he did fifty snaps this game. Uh, way more than last game. It it's a huge bump for me. Obviously, they don't have anyone else, and Jackson feels comfortable with him. Marquise Brown is a guy to pick up. Is he a wait and see still player before he hits your starting lineup? I think you can start him. I think you can feel comfortable flexing him at least. Not bad. I feel you know semi comfortable with that. I mean, when you're getting 13 targets and they don't really have anyone else other than Mark Andrews, I think you can feel comfortable trying to start him out. Next game, the Cowboys and the Redskins. I feel like the Cowboys. All right, sorry, not the Cowboys, but the Red Redskins are a pretty decent team. To everybody's surprise, it's it's kind of a. Case Keenum, 26, 26 completions, 37 yards, 221, two touchdowns. I mean, surprisingly enough, their defense is very good. Redskins' defense can play. Um, Keenum's here to play for now, at least for week two. And How do you think Vikings fans feel right now? I think they feel sad like they always do. Not typical. I mean, they have Dalvin Cook, though, so... It's kind of hard to be sad when you have the number one rusher and your team is okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> your quarterback's trash, but, you know. Uh, Adrian Peterson, 10 carries, 25 yards, one touchdown. That touchdown saved him. Yeah. Overall, I feel like his stat line was very underwhelming. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys do have a top five rush defense, so it was a little bit expected. Yeah. But it's a... Uh, the touchdown definitely did save him. Yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin, five receptions, 62 yards, one touchdown, nine targets. Is he an everyday starter? I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I could, like Marquise Brown, I would. I think you could flex him. I mean, Washington Redskins are still 0-2, but Keenum obviously feels comfortable with him, and they don't really have any other options. You know? Vernon Davis, yeah. Three targets for 29 yards, four targets. It, it really wasn't much. Cowboys. No. Uh, 26 completions, 30 attempts, 269 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He, he's, a, he's a must start at this point. Who? Dak. 
Yeah, I agree there. I, f- I feel like right now there he is just too consistent and too efficient with the ball. It's extremely surprised. I think we have to take back what we said when we could have called him a mediocre quarterback. He's looking great. He's looking really good. His offense is looking great. Uh, Zeke, 23 carries, 111 yards, one touchdown. Obviously, you're starting him. Yeah, of course. That's it's it's a no brainer. No brainer. And then Dak also got five carries for sixty nine yards. Sixty nine, huh? Sixty nine. Nice. Um, wide receivers. Devin Smith, three receptions, seventy four yards, one touchdown. Now, if Michael Gallup gone, he might be an interesting person. He is going to take more reps with Mal- Michael Gallup gone. There was an update on that. I'm sure he's going to take Gallup's spot. Um. Amari Cooper got saved with a touchdown, four receptions, 44 yards, one touchdown, five targets. I feel like that's an expected stat line we should be seeing from Amari Cooper. Lower receptions, lower yards, but a potential touchdown. Yeah, I mean, the offense is great, so obviously you're starting Amari Cooper. Uh, he's technically been consistent the last two games. We'll see how it goes the whole season. Um, he has been very inconsistent throughout his career, but he's looking like a starter right now. Jason uh, Witten, how do you feel about him right now? I mean, you could flex him, I guess. Or you could put him in a tight end <laughs> spot if you, you really didn't have anyone, but I don't feel comfortable with it. Now, say you have O.J. Howard, uh-huh. and you weren't able to get Andrews, T.J. Hawkinson, and we're not exactly high no fan just yet. I mean, you can. I'm just not – I don't feel comfortable with it at all. I'd rather maybe Vernon Davis – I mean, Jordan Reed, if he comes back, I'm just, there's not that much upside, I don't think, with him. Maybe with Gallup being out, he'll get more more targets, but, I mean, four targets, four receptions, 25 yards. He got a touchdown. That's about it. Yeah. But as a tight end, that's kind of what we're looking for at this point. You're looking for some more upside than that. I mean, if some people dropped Vance, I would pick him up. Yeah, as of right now, Vance is probably more of a higher priority. Exactly. What's the next game? Let's see the Colts and the Tennessee Titans. 19-17, Colts win. Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett, 17 for 28, 146 yards, three touchdowns and one interception. Now, while he did have three touchdowns, only 146 yards. I feel like that's a little bit lacking from somebody that we are looking into as a fantasy starter. Yeah, I mean, Titans' defense is looking great. Obviously, I wouldn't start Jacoby Reset. You can kind of look out for him. Three touchdowns, one interception, but I'm not starting Jacoby. Now, he did have seven carries for 25 yards. I feel like that's better than somebody like Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, it can be. For, for sure. Now, who would you rather start? Probably Kyler. I would probably start Kyler. Really? Just because I th- he has way more upside with running ability. I know he hasn't ran the last two games. Um, but his Kyler's matchup's been pretty pretty brutal the first two weeks. And I think the third week's not much better. But after the third week, week four and on, it looks like he has a little bit better of a schedule. I think Brissett just has better talent around him. Better running game. Better wide receivers, better offensive line. I'm just going to go better coaching staff, too. Uh, um, saying Brissett will be a streamer from here on out 
I mean, he went against the Tennessee Titans. It's a great defense, and he was able to show out on them. I'm fine with him. I mean, 146 yards is a concern. Is a concern, but if you're getting, let's see, if it's a four-point-per-touchdown league, then 12 points and another six off yards, 20 points off that, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm not starting Jacoby Brissett. He's definitely not a op- number one option, but no. if it comes down to it, say you had Roethlisberger, say you had Breeze, yeah, I'd think about it. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, five carries for 82 yards. He just happened to break an extremely long one. Yeah, I wouldn't be too concerned about him taking Marlon Mack's carries. Marlon Mack, 20 carries for 51 yards. That is concerning. Average. That's very bad. I mean, Titans have a really good defense. It, it, it is a concern. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, four receptions, 43 yards, one touchdown, six targets. Lucky got a touchdown. Touchdown saved him. Eric Ebron, three receptions, 25 yards, one touchdown. There wasn't a lot of volume in this game. I'm going to put Ebron with Jason Witten, where you're just kind of hoping for a touchdown. Yeah, that's kind of how most tight ends are at that point, too. Uh, Marcus Mariota. 19 for 28, 145, or 154, one touchdown. Definitely not starting him. No, not at all. Uh, Derrick Henry, 15 carries, 81 yards, one touchdown. I feel like he's one of the safest RBs as of right now. You know he's going to get fed. You know he's going to get fed near the red zone, and he's probably going to end up with a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. I keep saying this over and over again. I'm, I'm just not a fan of Derrick Henry. It concerns me every time, but obviously he's producing. So start him. Keep starting him until he disappoints. Will he? I feel like his schedule isn't too bad. If they're if they're not losing, he'll be fine. Once they start losing Then he might be in trouble. He'll be in trouble. They he can't catch the ball. Now the leading receiver of this game was Delaney Walker with thirty nine yards. Six targets, four receptions. I mean, Marcus Mariota. I just don't feel comfortable starting anyone with Marcus Mariota. I, yeah, people I, were talking about A.J. Brown being a flexible receiver. I feel like the five targets for 25 yards. I feel like that showed that this offense just isn't good enough for this. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> it's basically, do you have Derrick Henry? If the answer is no, then don't worry about the Titans. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now Pretty the Seahawks much. and the Steelers. This was actually a pretty good game to watch. Rudolph didn't play bad. He didn't play bad at so, all. Surprisingly enough, um, Russell Wilson, 29 for 35. <laughs> great completion percentage. Uh, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Biggest story here, Rashad Penny, 10 carries, 60 yards, one touchdown. And then Chris Carson, 15 carries, 60 yards. Does it concern you Carson fumbled, lost two fumbles? Yes, it is a concern, but last week he fumbled once, and that was his first fumble lost in his career. So I'm not going to pin him as the fumbling type, and I do not think that, uh, what's the coach's name? Pete Carroll Yes, has a doghouse, not necessarily like Bill Belichick does, so I'm not too worried about it. But that does mean that Rashad Penny might take a carry or two more from him. Yeah, I mean, Rashad Penny will probably be a little more involved from now on. 
Yeah, which is fine. I mean, as long as Chris Carson has a longevity of 16 games this season, then a touch or two away from him, it's not going to be the end of the world. Tyler Lockett, 10 receptions, 79 yards, no touchdown, 12 targets. I think that's big right there. Yeah, you'd like to see that. It's great. Um, DK Metcalf, three receptions, 61 yards, one touchdown. I feel like he's startable. He's Seven, like seven solid, targets. Solid wide receiver, too, at this point, I feel like, honestly. Seahawks like him. Seahawks like him. He fits in that scheme, and they know how to use him. Steelers. Mason Rudolph, 12 for 19, 112, two touchdowns, one interception. And then Roethlisberger, obviously, 75 yards, 8 for 15. Now, he did finish in the negatives. If your team count or if your league counts sacks as negative points, mm-hmm. he finished in the negatives. Um, obviously, you're not starting Mason Rudolph. James Conner is the big thing here. 11 carries, 33 yards, one touchdown. Just happened to be able to punch it in on the one yard line. Is he game scripted out? He really should not be because he is a decent receiving back, but they just aren't able to game plan him in as well as they were Lev Bell. Now, Lev Bell is obviously better, but uh, they got to do a little bit more thinking and creativity on how to get him involved. This is unacceptable for the Steelers to just ignore him. Call like him that. up. Tell him. Yeah. Tell him how you feel. I, tell him how you really I'd feel. I'd love right to now. tell them how they feel. The guys are trash. The coaching staff is trash other than how they handled AB. Right now, they feel like they deserve like a Nobel Peace Prize for how greatly they disciplined AB. What about, what about the Raiders? Uh, I, I don't know. You're not giving them any credit no, for no. cutting him? No. Nothing? No. Not a, they, not they couldn't a, discipline him at all. That's you know why how, they cut him? Yeah. That's basically that we gave up on you. We don't know how to control you. Bye. It's the same with the Steelers. I don't know what you're... No, they traded him. They got something out of it. Yeah. They also... He didn't play the last game against the Bengals last year when you were in a playoff run. That's his fault. I mean, oh. the, if you can talk about discipline, they no one's disciplining him at all. He's doing whatever the fuck he wants, obviously. That's clear with uh, the allegations, what's going on right now. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, five receptions, 84 yards, eight targets. You're still starting him regardless. Uh, Vance McDonald, seven receptions, 38 yards, two touchdowns, seven targets. He's a bump for me. It's definitely a bump, but I'm going to be skeptical on it. He still could drop an absolute donut, and or he can grab two touchdowns for you. I feel like either or is going to happen. Um, Buffalo, New York Jets, or Giants. Is this Eli Manning's last game? Yes. Really? I think so. Let's start off with the Giants. Uh, Eli. 26 for 45, 250, one touchdown, two interceptions. My question is, why don't they just give the ball to Sa- uh, Saquon every play? When Saquon touched the ball, whether it was receiving or running, combined, he averaged 7.9 yards per play. Now, maybe he was so efficient because they didn't give him the ball every single time, but, man, when you're that efficient, try a little harder to give him the ball. How about that? Just 18 carries, 170 yards, one touchdown. It just, I mean, it's just a monster. Yeah, now the Bills are an elite defense. Maybe not an elite team, but they have an elite defense. 
And when you have that, then I guess it is a little expected that Eli Manning will struggle through two picks. I don't feel like Daniel Jones would have done much better in this situation. I feel like Eli should keep playing. Uh, Evan Ingram, six receptions, 48 yards, eight targets. A little disappointing with Sterling Shepard not playing, but, I mean, that was just one less person that the Bills had to worry about. Yeah. Other than that, go to the Bills. Oh. Josh Allen, 19 for 30, 253, one touchdown. He also had seven carries for 21 yards and a touchdown. I feel like Josh Allen is probably one of the more safer quarterbacks to play. Great running ability, passing ability, deep threat, and uh, all around a very solid player. Okay. And then Frank Gore has 19 carries, 68 yards, one touchdown. I feel like we're going to see more out of him from now on. I mean, Singletary had six for 57, one touchdown, but he's day-to-day. Day-to-day. Did get hurt. So we'll have to... Wait and see, but Frank Gore. Definitely a flex option. Could could be if, if Devin Singletary's out. Um, Cole Beasley, four receptions, 83 yards, four targets. Wow, he actually caught every pass. He caught That's a pass. freaking uh, miracle. Nice. Um, John Brown, seven receptions, 72 yards, eight targets. I feel like he's definitely the wide receiver to own in this offense. Yeah, for sure. Josh Allen feels comfortable with him. Yep, and let's go to my favorite game of the day. Oh, boy. 43-0. New England Patriots against the Dolphins. Tom Brady didn't even have that big of a day. 20 for 28, 264, two touchdowns. Not that big. It's just Sony Michelle, 21 carries, 85 yards. When they're winning, Sony will and should get you points. Oh, yeah. He, they're going to run it with him. Antonio Brown. I was surprised to see how involved. He was in this offense so early on. He had eight targets, more than everyone in the offense. Four receptions, 56 yards, one touchdown. Is this worrisome? Especially to the Edelman owners. I'm not going to. Josh Gordon. I feel like Josh Gordon now is not startable. Josh Gordon you can feel a little concerned about. Um, Edelman I'm not concerned about. I'm not concerned about it all. I also don't think Antonio Brown's playing a full season. That could be true. So... Um, Edelman, I don't. I'm not concerned about. Gordon, I'm concerned about. Yeah, I definitely agree. Gordon will see a massive drop taking targets, receptions, and touchdown opportunities. But, but the good thing is, Gordon can have one big play and score a touchdown. He's big body, athletic wide receiver. Edelman needs multiple plays. receptions. I mean, he could get you an 80 yard. But that's not what Edelman usually does. He's a yeah. chain mover. But I'm not comfortable starting Josh Gordon as of right now. No. Are you comfortable starting Josh Rosen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> what about Ryan Fitzpatrick? <laughs> 97 yards, one interception for Rosen. 89 yards, three interceptions for Fitzpatrick. Who do you want in this offense? Nader, and just let me know. Um, I think the best part of this offense is when uh, Fitzpatrick tried to dump a ball off to Kenyon Balaj, and then he ducked. It's just, it's it's horrible. Yeah, there's nobody on this offense worth dealing with. Devontae Parker also didn't even do anything. He had seven targets for zero receptions. For zero. It's, it's hard to catch a ball when they throw it over your head. 
Ouch. I mean, it's this offense is horrible. This team is horrible. Yeah. Now for a Super Bowl rematch, Niners and Bengals. Of course, this was a while ago. The scoreline was very similar. Niners 41, <laughs> 17 for the Bengals. I feel like this was just a great showing for the running game on the Niners. I mean, they had three running backs. They just absolutely decimated. Are you? I have a question. Are you concerned about Jimmy G losing his job? Because I'm looking at a stat right now. Okay, let's hear it. Dante Pettis, one for one, 16 yards. Are you concerned? I mean, Dante Pettis is a better thrower than he is receiver. That's a fact because he didn't do anything, literally yeah. at all. It's it's very disappointing to see how overhyped he was to how useless he is right now. Um, this game, everything went the Niners' way. Nothing went wrong. From start to finish. Um, I'm not overreacting with this game. I think Jimmy G, that's awesome. That's great for his confidence. 17 for 25, 297 yards, three three touchdowns, one interception. I want to see them do it against a good defense. Yes, I'm not starting Jimmy G on a fantasy squad. Are you starting Pettis? Absolutely as not. As quarterback. Uh, <laughs> not bad. I'm just saying. He might be a streamer. 100% completion percentage. That's pretty good. Better than Fitzpatrick. No I would, touchdowns, I, but I mean, 100%, if, if they don't drop, I mean. That's pretty good. It's going to come. Right? I think I'd rather start Pettis than Fitzpatrick at this point. That's a good point. It is. Um, <coughs> I mean, Matt Breida, 121, zero touchdowns, unfortunately, but a 10-yard run average. Raheem Mostar, 13 touches, 83 yards with a reception, with three receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Like we said, we felt comfortable starting Breida. Oh, yeah. This offense, the run game, they're going to get points. Uh, Breida's talented. Most starts talented. Jeff Wilson kind of lucked into two touchdowns, yes. in my opinion. So yeah. I'm not picking him up. I'm not worrying about him. Most start is my guy to pick up. Yeah, Jeff Wilson just got called off the practice squad, and I guess just who happened to be uh, giving Breida breather. Yeah, in the in the right spot. In the, the right, right spot, time. right time, exactly. So I mean, it's it's not a guy to worry about. Uh, most start with a long catch, three receptions, sixty eight yards, one touchdown, four reception or four targets. Uh, Breida only one reception, eleven yards, one target. George Kittle three for fifty four and three targets. Does that concern you at all? Because I know a lot of people with with Kittle is probably concerned. No, I'm not too concerned. I mean, the Bengals probably tried their best to scheme him out of the game, which is probably why Debo Samuel, Marquise Goodwin, had such good games. Uh, nobody probably expected Debo to have 87 yards and a touchdown or Marquise Goodwin to have 77 and a touchdown. Um, look for these receivers to have similar games. I'm not sure they're startable, but they are definitely should be rostered at this point. I'm not rostering Samuel. Really? I have no interest in rostering Samuel. They Goodwin, maybe you can maybe you can roster him. The guy that you want in this offense is George Kittle. You're and not gonna get him though. And it always will be George Kittle. But that's the only guy I want to touch on on receiving end. Pettis was a guy that we thought was gonna be really good. Goodwin we can maybe roster if you want. Um Mostart, Brita, you want to roster. Somebody's got to get the targets on this team. Right now, I'm thinking Debo Samuel is the guy, and it sure looks like it. And I mean, what did somebody's got to get it. Last game, what did he have? 
Do you, do, you, do you know what he had last game? I couldn't remember his whole stat line, but it I, wasn't too bad. I don't. I don't think it was anything. Let me. Let me double check. Double check for I'll, me. I'll double check for you. While you double check, Andy Dalton, twenty six for forty two, three eleven yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The most concerning part is Joe Mixon, eleven carries, seventeen yards. It's very disappointing to know that you're most likely first or second round running back can't get anything going. Uh, I mean, he had three receptions for 10 yards. That's cool. They're trying to get him in the passing game going, but he needs something to get him jump started and get this offense jump started. I mean, they are passing the ball. Well, Tyler Boyd's got 10 receptions, 122 yards off 10 targets. So he was a perfect hundred percent completion rate. Tyler Boyd's a wide receiver one at this point. John Ross, four receptions, 112, and a touchdown. He's also, I'm going to go put him at as a wide receiver, too, with extremely high upside. So Debo Samuel had three receptions for 17 yards. 17 yards? So I'm not, I'm not overreacting on that. Not overreacting, but the Niners' schedule isn't difficult enough to the point where you feel like he's matchup dependent. I feel like he could definitely get other things going on. But... That's definitely a risky spa right now with people like McLaurin on the waiver wire. Yeah, I think there's a lot more options you feel more comfortable with. I could feel that. Yeah. Maybe in a deeper league, yes, but as of right now, I'll probably wait another week. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mixon, 17 yards. Like I, t- I touched on that one. It's, I, it's it, just it, disappointing. It, it's very disappointing. Tyler Boyd, 10 targets, 10 receptions, 122 yards. It's a guy you want to... Own in this he's wide receiver one, like I said. He's a wide receiver one. Uh, John Ross, four receptions, 112 yards, one touchdown, eight targets. Still, I mean, I, 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 like I said earlier, I put him at wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside at this point. Yeah, I like it. Next game. Lions, Chargers. Love it. Are you uh, disappointed at the Lions? making this game close or do you just see them as not a great team I just it's the Lions yeah they do that too this is what they do so Matthew Stafford two touchdowns two interceptions 22 for 30 Uh, carry on 12 carries 41 yards 3.4 the good news is I mean two receptions 47 yards one touchdown it's not a lot of volume like I said, I feel like Carrion is a low-end RB2 to a flex at this point. I mean, his carries are extremely low, and his involvement is also low. I mean, if he didn't break that reception for a touchdown, he'd have an extremely disappointing stat line for how overhyped he was going into the season. C.J. Anderson, five, five carries for eight yards. Yeah. Carry on Johnson doubled everyone's carries. Yeah, but he didn't I, do anything. He's going to be fine. He's, in my opinion, he will be fine. I'm not concerned about it. The good news is, I mean, he... Two receptions for 47 yards. I'm glad he at least is involved in the passing game. The only other person was for running back was Ty Johnson. Two receptions for six yards. This game was 13-10. to 10. And the Chargers have a very good defense. I'm not concerned about it. I know you've been concerned about carry on, but 
I, I have no qualms about it. We'll see what happens. Now, is, with Eckler doing as good as he is, what do you think they're going to do with Melvin Gordon when he comes back? I mean, if I was them, I'd trade him. Eckler or Gordon? No, trade Gordon. <laughs> Why not? What could you get out of him? Trade Gordon? Yeah, right I'm now. I'm talking about the Chargers trading Gordon. Yeah, right now they're, they have been asking for a first rounder and no team is nah, willing to dude, give it. You're that. not getting a first rounder. They want a first and a fifth or something. You're not getting that. You know? Uh, you're you're looking at third, maybe. It's uh, pretty low. You, you're not looking at a lot. You got to pay the guy $14 million. He's not going to get that. No so, way. So, I mean. Or $13 million. It doesn't matter. But you're going to pay him and you're going to trade for a one-year deal pretty much? I I don't think you're doing it. But Austin Eckler, like we said yesterday, or last podcast, is a top-tier guy when he gets more than 10 carries. 17 carries, 66 yards, one touchdown. And then also got, receiving-wise, six. six for 67 with six targets. Yeah, he's great PPR, great standard. RB1 at this point, keeping going until Melvin Gordon shows up. Even yeah. then, I'm not even sure what's going to happen. I mean, Justin Jackson was even productive. Seven carries for 59 yards, 8.4 yard average. But I feel like with Justin and Jackson, he's not startable. No, no, I'm just... Showing off, yeah. Just just saying, I like Justin Jackson. Um, Keenan Allen, eight receptions, 98 yards, 15 targets. Love to see stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, Mike Williams, three receptions, 83 yards, five targets. I'm surprised he did as well as he did with all the concerns. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely a game-time decision, so seeing that type of production is, is nice. What else we got? The Vikings and the Packers. Now, the Vikings should have won this game. Mr. Kirk Cousins decided to throw a pick on the goal line. A very stupid pick. Dude, he's 14 for 32. 230 and one touchdown. He's so lucky as Dalvin Cook balling out, or else this would be very bad. Dalvin Cook is a monster. Right now. He's an absolute monster right now. Exactly. 20 for 154, one touchdown, 7.7 yard average. Alexander Madison, four carries for 25. Not really anything there to talk about. The only guy that was feeling had eight targets, five receptions, 75 yards. Stefan Diggs, one reception, 49 yards, one touchdown, but seven targets. Yeah. Uh, Thielen is probably the guy to have on this team, other than Cooks, obviously. But luckily, people chose Thielen over Diggs. And if you did, congratulations. If you didn't, you might be in a little bit of trouble. Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 34, 209, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, they finally gave him the workload. And 23 carries, 116 yards, one touchdown. Looking good. Yeah, now Jamal Williams did get some carries, and he got some red zone carries, more importantly. He got a red zone reception that ended up going in as a touchdown. Does that worry you knowing that Jamal Williams is getting decent playing time? No, I'm not concerned. Aaron Jones doubled his carries. You want the guy who's getting 20 carries. 23 carries. That's a lot of carries against a really good Minnesota Vikings defense. They also were up 21-0 at one point. They were wasting the time. I don't feel like that's going to happen too often. 
I mean, who who would you rather have? Is is my main thing. Dalvin like, Cook. Well, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but wh- who are you looking at? Like, yeah. wh- who do you feel more comfortable with? Is my is my thing. You only have so many running backs to deal, especially with. right now. Right uh, now, it, running backs are. Aaron, just disappointing. You you feel comfortable with Aaron Jones? Yeah, that's the bottom line. I could, in, I can understand in my that. opinion. Like, I do feel like a lot of people did bench Aaron Jones mm-hmm. due to this matchup and how disappointing he was week one. I think they benched him week one and they benched him week two. Some some people, if you have depth, because the matchups are horrible when you when you're playing against Chicago or you're playing against Minnesota. Minnesota, you could probably play him in, and hopefully he did. But Chicago, they're number one defense in the league. And it is hard to run against them. So it's understandable if you're going to bench him. And they have Aaron Rodgers that can huck the ball if they need it. Oh, he hucked it. Out of bounds a lot. Well, you know. How many how many receptions did out of bounds get? Uh, I counted four off the top of my head. I'm sure it was a lot more. A lot more than Geronimo Allison and MVS had in targets. That's for sure. So Aaron Jones got four receptions for 34 yards. You like to see that, actually. What? Aaron Jones being involved yeah. in the passing Six game. Six targets. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Devontae Adams, seven receptions, 106, nine targets. Average game for him. You know, other than that, anything else you want to add? Jimmy Graham with a donut, unfortunately. You know, he loves to, loves to ruin everything. I mean, you're not starting him. No, the Jaguars and the Titans. This was actually a very surprising game that the Jaguars played very well in. Jaguars, Houston? Jaguars versus the Houston, yes. I said Texans. You said Titans. Did I? You did. Sorry. We can play it back if you'd like. No, I'll pass. You'll pass. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Gardner <laughs> Minshaw, 213 yards, one touchdown. Surprisingly, didn't play that bad. He played pretty decent. <laughs> um, he had six carries, 56 yards. I feel like... He, I mean, he got more than Leonard Fournette. 15 carries, 47 yards. Leonard Fournette, I feel like, is not startable at this point. You're starting him because you drafted him so high. I know, but that's just a bad... I mean, he's getting. He's a reason. running back that is getting volume. You're probably going to start him. It's hard. It's just you don't feel comfortable because Foles is gone. I feel like even with Foles there, he was last year's Derrick Henry where he was getting volume, but he was just doing absolutely nothing with He's it. He's always gotten volume, but his average has been like three yards per carry. He's had very low averages, but because he had the volume, he's fantasy relevant. Anytime you have a running back with volume that's getting you points, you're fine. The issue is Foles isn't there. Their team is a disaster. Jalen Ramsey already tried or asked for a trade. Fournette lost his shit last year. Is he going to do it again? Eventually. If he puts up 15 carries for 47 yards, three yard average like he normally does, it's not going to look good, especially if they're behind in games, which they're probably going to be behind in a lot of games. It's looking like it. Um, That is a concern. But the good thing is four receptions, 40 yards, six targets. He's catching balls out of the backfield. Yeah, that's and, good and, to see. And that's good to see. Um, other than that, I mean, do you want to start anyone on, on this offense for DJ Chark is looking pretty decent right now. He had nine targets, seven receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I mean, with Minshew, Minshaw, Minshew, Minshi, not playing that badly, he could be a potential flex with bye week starting approach. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he could definitely be worth a waiver wire pick. I probably wouldn't spend too much on him just because of that offense, but he could be a surprise for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not. I have no interest in getting him. I think there's other options out there. Um, I'd rather have Jimmy G, to be honest. No, I'm not talking about the quarterback, Minshaw. I'm talking about DJ oh, Chark. Oh, DJ Chark. Okay, yeah. yeah. Chark, you can look out for a waiver wire if you want. Yeah. I just don't want to touch anyone on Jags. As of right now, same. But when bye weeks happen, you get a little desperate sometimes. I'm going to let you start off with the Texans because your, your boy did pretty good. Carlos Hyde? Oh, oh, I just want to put it on the record. I was a Carlos Hyde truther from the start. He had one game. He has nine. He's been on the Texans for two games, and he's had two solid games on the Texans now. What was his first game? I think he had, He didn't have that many yards. <laughs> Do I have to look this one up? Too? Yeah, you're going to have to look let's, it up, too, because obviously I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> let's look this one up. I think he had like 70 yards rushing, maybe 60, 65-ish. But this game, 20 carries, 90 yards. I mean, that's a workhorse back. So 10 carries, 83. Not bad. That's great. His longest was 20. That's great. And then this one, his longest was 14. Yeah. One target. So This is, this is a startable RB right now. This is a, this is a startable RB. I mean, it, it's he's on an offense that is going to score points, and they were against the Jags, so they didn't have that, much, that good of a game. Jaguars' defense is very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they're going to use him 20 carries, volume matters. I really like Carlos Hyde in this situation. I think this is great. He looks better than he has in a while. Well, I mean, Cause he's, he had he, one bad year. He had half a bad year on the Jaguars, and that's about it. He was on the Browns, too. Well, he was doing pretty good on the Browns. Yeah. I mean, he they ran him so much, and he had so many goal line carries. And then Nick Chubb came in there. And yeah, just, I feel like he just, just had half of murdered it. Yeah, I feel like just half a bad season kind of just put a confidence dent into him. I feel like now he also got traded by the Chiefs. Yeah, so like he didn't fit on the Chiefs. I he feel was like on. That's like he a, was on four teams in three in like in like half a half a year. year, a year and a half, whatever. Yeah. So I'm so I'm I glad mean, he's seeing <clears> success right now. I mean, if he's on the way, we're obviously pick him up. Yeah. Uh, Duke Johnson, I can't start him. No, Six carries, 31 yards. He's going to be the pass catching back there. Other than that, I but mean, he, it was, he's a pass catching back with one target, zero receptions. Yeah, it was not good. They don't throw to the running backs which in is this odd. offense. They they do not do it. They don't like it. They very Hop, rarely do I mean, it. Deshaun Watson, he's allergic to it. And Deshaun Watson did not look good this game. No. Um, I think he's still hurt. You think he's still hurt from his little lower back injury? I think he's okay. I It's against Jaguars defense. It's not overreact. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, bad. Hopkins, five receptions, 40 yards, eight targets. Will Fuller, four receptions, 40 yards. Wasn't anyone. There's nothing really to talk about here. I mean, they were on a good. J- Jalen Ramsey <clears throat> had Hopkins' number this game. He even dropped a pick. So this could. This was definitely a winnable game for the Jaguars that they probably should have won. Actually, they should have won. They went for two at the end, did not get it. Uh,. What's next for us? Anything else to add? Uh, it, I think no. that's it. Yeah, that's 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 very it. So your waiver wire guys. Well, we're ignoring the Chiefs, Raiders, the Saints, Rams. Oh. Bears, Broncos, and the Eagles, Falcons. Go to the next one then. Oh my God, this guy! All right, Chiefs, Raiders. And this was a surprising game in the beginning of this game. 
we were looking at it going, oh, the Raiders, looking pretty good right now. I'm surprised. They did. And then uh, Mahomes did the thing where he scores 28 points in one quarter and shuts Sh- them out. Does it all over the place. Makes it look so easy. Oh, yeah. And without Tyreek Hill. Without, I mean, I, that's expected. I'm not, I'm not even worried even, about it. He doesn't it. even – it doesn't even matter. I think it's point. more impressive that he did it without a running game. I mean, LaShawn McCoy had 11 carries, 23 yards. I don't, Damian Williams very, had, I, don't, I don't know if that's very impressive. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. Typically, they're a run first and then just air it out on Is them. he going to get 50 touchdowns this year? Yeah, for sure. If they're playing like this, I mean, how many touchdowns did Kareem Hunt have last year? And he still had 50 touchdowns. This is just when they don't have an RB that's going to punch it in. That's just more touchdowns for him to get. Uh, Damian Williams was nine for eight yards. It's extremely disappointing. And he's hurt right now. That's depressing. Um, three receptions, 48 yards. He's going to be the pass catching back in the pass catch, offense. Yeah. Uh, like I said last time, uh, LaShawn McCoy, 11 carries for 23 yards. I mean, they just kind of destroyed. Demarcus Robinson, six six receptions, 172 yards, two touchdowns, six targets. It just seems like anyone in this offense can go off at any point. It's uh, hard to gauge. Watkins had 13 targets. That's good. That's very to it's see. a great sign, but it's unfortunate he only had six catches for 49 yards. Yeah, I mean, other than that, Travis Kelsey's obviously stud. McCall uh, McCall Hardman, one target or one touchdown, four receptions, 61 yards, six targets. He got one called back. You can probably start one of these wide receivers at any week. Yeah, but, I mean, it also wouldn't be surprising if one of them did absolutely nothing. Yep. You don't know who's going to. Someone's going to get it. Just don't know who. Um, Carr looked good in the beginning. Didn't look good after that. Um, <laughs> he uh, looked good till he didn't. Yep, exactly. 198, one touchdown, two interceptions. Josh Jacobs, 12 carries, 99 yards, 8.3-yard average. What's disappointing is how he got game scripted out once they went down. I do think the groin had an issue as well. I mean, yes, DeAndre Washington is going to be the pass-catching back. Jalen Richard is going to be a pass-catching back. They're going to be a little bit involved. I'm not concerned about it. I'm hoping not. Josh Jacobs seems like a great talent. I want to see him get fed. And I want to see him put up a lot of points, especially because he's on my team. Yeah, I'm not concerned about it. John Gruden wants to run the ball. He's always ran the ball. That's what they're going to do. Darren Waller looks like the best pass catcher on the team, and it just happens to be a tight end. Tyrell Williams looks like the best pass catcher, pass catcher on the team. Darren Waller looks like the second best option for sure. Well, Tyrell Williams, Williams looks good. Tyrell Williams, while well, looks good, is hurt. Yes. Doesn't make him... Not the best pass catcher on the team. You got to play to be the best. I mean, when he's on the field, he's the best. Well, when he's on the field, that's a different story. <laughs> Come on, you're an idiot. Come on, no. How, how no, am I wrong? How often has he been hurt? You mean a half a game? Yeah. Is he playing next game? Do you want to talk about Sammy Watkins? Like <laughs> we can talk about this shit all day. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Go go on. Next next game. Next game. <laughs> Fine. Uh, the most disappointing game we had is game of the week and it was extremely disappointing as per usual the Rams and the Saints now there was a couple bad calls by the refs (laughs) again and there was a gruesome injury Drew Brees likely out for a month and a half 
Thank you, Drew Brees. And I am deeply concerned. Alvin Kamara, 13 carries, 45 yards. Even Lactavius Murray, seven or five carries for seven yards. That's how bad the Saints were after Breeze left. Michael Thomas, 10 receptions, 89. Trey Kwan, 3 for 49. After that, nobody really did anything. Are we concerned? We're, we're concerned a little. I'm concerned a little bit about Alvin Kamara. Not that much. Michael Thomas, I'm not concerned about. 10 receptions, 89 yards, 13 targets. He's he's going to get fed. Uh, Jared Cook is irrelevant to me now. Uh, I don't want him on my team. I, I That concerns me. Kamara, obviously, you're starting. Latavius Murray is a big concern. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater, 17 for 30, 165 yards without getting first-team reps, without game planning. I think he'll be okay. Um, yeah. How concerned are you with Kamara, Michael Thomas? And I am. I, th- I think until we see T- Bridgewater completely step up his game, I think we're going to start seeing mediocre numbers out of these guys unless they somehow get a touchdown. I'm more concerned about the Rams. And without the Saints completely shitting the bed, the Jared Goff still was unspectacular. Todd Gurley, 16 for 63 and just happened to get a touchdown to save his stats. Malcolm Brown actually only had six carries for 37 yards. And Cooper Cup had an extremely long catch and run for 120 and then happened to get tackled on the one-yard line. Brandon Cooks happened to just score a touchdown off four targets, three receptions for 74. Uh, Right now, this receiving core, while it's probably the best in the NFL, they're all just not producing in a consistent basis. But one of them is going to get the touchdown. I'm not concerned about it. You, you, I mean, they were beating the Saints by a good amount the whole game. I mean, Breeze went out. They didn't have to throw the ball. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup, nine targets. Brandon Cooks does what he does. He has good games. He has bad games. He's a boomer bust guy most of the time. Uh especially big touchdowns. It's kind of what he does. Robert Woods, two targets for two receptions is my bigger concern, but this offense is a top-tier offense. I'm not concerned about it. I hope. Um, Todd Gurley, it's a better sign. 16 carries for 63 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Malcolm Brown, six carries for three, 37 yards. Obviously, maybe they're thinking Gurley does better. Feels more comfortable. Yeah, I think the first game they were just kind of testing to see what he can and can't do, and uh, I think they're going to start using him a little carry or two more per game. Uh, next game. The Bears and Broncos. I can't believe how, how this ended. There was a couple of really bad calls, especially the roughing passer call. Now, Trubisky, 16 for 27, 120 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Extremely disappointing. If you didn't drop him yet, I feel like now's a very good time to drop him. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you don't you don't start Mitch Trubisky. He looks horrible. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable starting him, like I said before. Uh, good news is, I mean, Dave Montgomery actually got 18 carries. 62 yards, one touchdown. Uh, average wasn't as good as you want to be, but Broncos are a very good defensive line. The big news is Mike Davis got three carries for one yard. That's extremely so, surprising compared to what happened last week. So, obviously, 
for this week, they're going with Dave Montgomery. Hopefully it continues. Um, my opinion, Dave Montgomery is the most talented back in that offense. Uh, Tariq Cohen, four carries, 18 yards. Two receptions for seven yards is a concern. It is, but I do I feel mean, like he's going to be involved. Yeah, he's going to be involved. I mean, they just need to do a better job getting him involved. You mean Mitch Trubisky needs to be better? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky basically is, just needs to be is, better. Is pretty much what we're yeah, talking about. That's basically it. Allen Robinson, four for forty-one. You're still going to start him. Actually, do you feel comfortable starting him? Yeah, you can start him. Um, Actually, I'm not that comfortable to be honest. I mean, where you drafted him at, you, he's probably your wide receiver too. Ouch. So you're starting him, most likely. Um, Joe Flacco, 35 for 50, 292, one touchdown, one reception. Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay, it's a 50-50 split. 50-50. That's what they're going to do. They're both getting receptions out of the backfield as well. Uh, I mean, this is the Bears' defense, so it's not surprising that they both didn't do that great. 11 carries, 54 yards. Philip Lindsay, 13 for 36. Yes, definitely. Uh, Royce Freeman had the better matchup here, knowing that he's a little bit more of a bruiser, while Philip Lindsay, more sideline to sideline, did not have the matchup with how fast those linebackers are. Uh, I feel like that was a little expected, but I'm pretty sure nobody started any running backs uh, from this game. Yeah, probably not. Emmanuel Sanders, 11 receptions, 98 yards, one touchdown, 13 targets. Looks amazing. Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. I mean... He's probably the only startable person right now on this team. Uh, most likely. Yeah, maybe you could justify Sutton. Yeah, I mean, you probably feel more comfortable with Sanders. Yeah, of course. Sutton looked like the number one last last week. Uh, Emmanuel put on a show. I don't think Joe Flacco is good enough to be able to support two receivers. Yeah, no. Flacco is not. Flacco's elite. I thought I he's thought, elite. You know, we he's, forgot he's, about that. That's how elite he is. He can't support two receivers. Next game, last one of Sunday night: Eagles Falcons. Oh, good job, Carson Wentz. Good job, thank you. I mean, he came back in the game. So, how much of a scare was it when he got knocked out? I mean, we saw basically three quarterbacks get knocked out of the game, and he could have been like the fourth. I was concerned. Quarterbacks are just getting targeted now. Do you think that's unfair targeting? You think no. there's a there's, little scandal going on? No, this this league is soft. This league is soft. Yeah, needing surgery is soft. Good lord! Did you see all the flags they give for fucking roughing the passer? Well, it's not fun it's watching like, your quarterback Jesus getting hurt. Christ! I mean, for fantasy, it's real football. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to be able to hit the guy. Yeah, but <laughs> at the same time, like, say Mahomes gets hurt, how good are the Chiefs? So what? That's football. That's the point. You're going to get hit. Maybe you get hurt. Maybe you don't. I don't know. It, it definitely ruins the fun of the game. It's like touch your best football. Player. So you want it to be touch football. No, but That's I mean, what it sounds some like. players deserve to get protected. No, they don't. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should say, be fine. Like, say your kicker gets hurt. Who's going to kick a field goal? They des- he deserves to get protected. Cam Newton can kick a field goal. Cam Newton can't do anything right now. I think he'd kick a field goal better he than he'd pro- throw a football. That's not difficult for him. Kicking a football? Actually, that might be extremely difficult for him. He's actually got a hurt leg. Remember that. He's soft. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz, 24, 25 for 43, 231, one touchdown, two interceptions. Two nasty interceptions, he did, might he I didn't, add. He didn't look good. but Not at all. I mean, 
he was hurt. He got rib shotted. It they was a were, clean rib shot. They were all way. over him. Yeah, that offensive line's looking pretty doo doo right now. I don't feel comfortable starting anyone rushing. No, Miles I mean, Sanders, Howard. It, to, it, it, yeah, Miles Sanders, ten for twenty-eight. Jordan Howard, eight for eighteen. Um, it just doesn't look yeah pretty with with what's his name Alshon and Deshaun hurt. I'm not too comfortable with too many people on this team. Right now I got Zach Ertz. 16 targets. You like that? Love that number. You like that number. Love that number. Other than that, Nelson Aguilar is probably the second best player on this team. Eight receptions, 170 yards. But are you even comfortable with him? No. Not you at could, all. You probably pick him up if everyone's not going to be playing because they need options. Um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside really did nothing. No, he was very uh, disappointing. Very disappointing. Other than that, Matt Ryan threw three picks that game. Three touchdowns, too. Is that justifiable? 320 yards. It's not really justifiable, but uh, 27 for 43. Ito Smith, four carries, 32 yards, eight-yard average. Devontae Freeman, (laughs) 11 carries, 22 yards, two-yard average. Oh, he just does not look good. You know who does look good? Who? Calvin Ridley. Yeah, he looks really good, actually. That's Eight a- receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown. Julio, five receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns. They were doubling Julio all game. They always had a high-low concept on him. It just really opened up Calvin Ridley. He was eating out there. And for Julio, it really took basically a lucky catch and run on a bubble screen for him to get those yards and touchdowns. Other than that, they basically force-fed him on the red zone, which is actually great to see. So, so far, Julio Jones has scored a touchdown in his last six games. Love it. That's great. It's a good stat line. That's good news. It's a good good stat line. I think that's it. I think that's it. Waiver wire? Waiver wire is my favorite part right here. Let's start it up. Why don't you go? Waiver wire God. Uh, if you're a Chiefs receiver, you should probably be rostered at this point. I think that's fair. Uh, even any, anybody from Demarcus Robinson to Nicole Hardman, great flexes at this point. Throw them in and expect points. Go ahead. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 16% owned. I mean, he's he's a no-brainer wave wire pickup. Yeah, I think he's definitely uh, plug-and-play player. I think well. you have this guy as well, Darwin Thompson. 18% owned. Yeah. Darwin Thompson. I mean, now we have Damian Williams hurt. We have a report now, LaShawn Wilson. I mean, no, LaShawn <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Not bad, yeah. LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy. He's got a little injury problems. That means Darwin Thompson's there to eat. Now, he didn't really look that great. I think he had one carry for no yards and a reception for no yards as well. It's a guy to have. It's a guy just, to have. Just in case someone's hurt. Um, Jalen Samuels, you already talked about? Yes. Yeah, 30% owned. That's actually surprisingly low. That is. So I would pick him up. DJ Chark, 16% owned. Now, DJ Chark had a stat line of 4, 146 touchdown, and 755 in a touchdown. I feel like he's very comfortable and established in that offense. Now, we talked about Nelson Aguilar, 8 for 101, especially if there's injuries to Alshon and Deshaun. And I think this might be a uh, 
given anybody that's playing any defense that's playing the Dolphins and the Jets. Now, are you dropping somebody to pick up those defenses in advance? It depends how your how your team is set up, but probably not. Unless I really? just have a trash guy that doesn't matter, but most likely not. Now it's justifiable. We saw the Patriots put up thirty six. Yeah, I mean the Dolphins are horrible. If you can get a really good defense or a good defense that you can start and drop your defense that you have now, that would be most likely. Now I don't want to hog up two spots for my defense. Now, for example, <laughs> I had Washington's. I mean, I had Dallas's defense last week, and I looked at the schedule and I saw they play Miami in week three. Mm-hmm. So I decided to keep them throughout a bad matchup when they play Washington this week. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like other people should be thinking about that and sticking with it? Or do you think they should be going for the matchup that they're currently on? I mean, if you're 2-0, and then you can kind of risk that. Um, but there's leagues that it's only four people make playoffs. I don't think you can risk it. Every Every week matters drastically, my opinion. I know you like your defenses. Defenses are important, especially the kickers. Your kickers? Your kickers are your favorite? Of course. Now, do you consider somebody like Randall Cobb waiver wireable? No. No? I'm not I'm not a Randall Cobb guy. No, I need to see more. Do you have anybody else? Nope. I think that's it. All right. Any last words? Nope. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 